0: To build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm
1: so excited for this conversation.
0: I know, long overdue as well. We are like a year into the show. I was sharing with you before we just pressed record that I've had the show for a year, and so many of my conversations have been with people who I met for the first time, literally, when they popped up on my screen. To record these interviews, and I thought to myself, I want to talk to some of my friends that yes. I have had for years. Um, you know, and you're one of those. Oh, I love it! I love
1: it. We've gone, we've been through a lot the last. How long have we known each other? Since 2015, I think. 16, 15, 16.
0: Definitely sixteen.
1: Yeah, and there's been so you know so many transitions and evolutions uh, in our yeah. lives. So I'm excited to to have a talk about all
0: that. Yeah.
1: Today, so,
0: so one thing I actually want to dive in with you first, we both have daughters. Yes. You've got two we were just chatting about our girls. I have one close to the same age. So Brighton's 12, Bella's 13. You have a daughter in college.
1: Yeah. But Elena's 19 now. Can't believe it.
0: Oh my gosh. Also, <laughs> another of an almost 20 year old. <laughs> When she
1: hit 18, you know, we instantly got those emails. Oh, you can't, you know, you can't fill her prescription or you can't, you know, no, you can no longer, uh, well, I guess you could fill it, but you couldn't answer questions about it. You can no longer talk to the doctor about her, all these different things you get slammed with realizing, oh my gosh, she's now an independent, like there's like, there's that severing that just occurred. There was that. So that went through that process and then it was okay. And, and I got used to it. And then when she hit 19 in September, I thought, just like you just said, she's almost 20, which means she's almost 21, which is just crazy.
0: It is. It's I mean, so just to crazy.
1: think of those stages. 19 is so much more of an adult than 18.
0: Yeah. Because there's yeah. still babies at 18. Yeah. So that is news to me. I didn't know you, I was gonna get bombarded with all those emails, and my child turns 18. Emails, phone calls, yeah. Oh, messages. boy. The yeah. Joy. And you
1: just, and it's right when, like, it's like on their birthday, and you think, I'm already having to deal with this. And now you're really wrapping it in. Yeah. <laughs> but oh but then goodness. it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. It's like the, the relationship now uh, just keeps getting better and better. Which yeah. I didn't, you know, it was already good. So, oh, I love that. But to so- your question or your point about having daughters.
0: Yeah. So, you know, in the spirit of our conversation, the next act, obviously, we're going to get to talking about what that looks like in business. But one of the premises of this show is just about every body I've had on the show. They are a mother and they're married or at least one of those. And they have a business. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do that because it's such a different dynamic than just being like a single individual who has all the time in the world to build this ginormous empire. Well, you know, when you're a mom and you're a wife and you're a business owner, but it's all happening under one roof, there are so many unique dynamics and emotions that you experience and that changes over time, just like, you know, you raised your girls when they were younger, then they become a little bit more self-sufficient by the time they get into middle school. Then they're in high school and they're in all the sports and all the clubs and you're doing all the fun things like you've done with your daughter. Then they go to college. And that's like a whole other stage of the relationship between your kids. You know, you're not the same. You don't see you in the same way once they become an adult. I would love just to hear some of your stories about what that's been like for you as a mom and, and a woman and and how that like how do you navigate all that as a business owner, too?
1: It's, it's an interesting. Evolution—an interesting journey because you are you're working with and living with these amazing children who are constantly evolving themselves and learning new things, and you want to be present for them. I mean, that's why we—I mean, that's why I built a business that I can do from home, uh, and I think you you have done the same. So that you know, so that you're there for Brighton, and so we're very blessed to be able to do that. Not everyone has that opportunity, so it was a choice to be able to. Be, be working from home so that I'm present at the same time there while they go through these different evolutions and, and, uh, realizations about themselves and discoveries and being there for them when they have their games and prom and all of that. But at the same time, there's this big challenge as well of being able to delineate each each entity, I'd say, in terms of the business, being there for the family, cooking, cleaning, like everything, like you said, is under one roof. And so that's a big challenge that um, that I've had to work through um, that requires a lot of communication with the girls, with my husband uh, as well. He works from home now as well. So that's been a very interesting dynamic and a a really cool thing that has transpired. Um, That also is created other challenges that we've worked through that I can talk about but since you know the day that the pandemic hit where the world shut down was the day that he was supposed to report to a new job
0: that's right and on
1: that day they said actually you're going to stay at home and he's been working from home ever since, and for him that's great because he's an introvert. He he's able to then control his environment. He can be on camera, use the microphone, use headsets that allow him to uh, to be in his zone. But at the same time, he's then always here. <laughs> And he doesn't, he's not the biggest, he doesn't leave in things to to do other things. I'm the one who's, I'm an extrovert as we know, and uh, I'm the one having to go, come on, let's get out, let's go. So it's been really interesting navigating that on top of having the girls going through um, the pandemic and also all of their interests. And so through all of that, we've had to have lots of conversations, who needs what, who, you know, so that they feel seen and heard while at the same time understanding, okay, this is what mom needs too. And why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I may not be as visible certain times and I'm more visible other times. Uh, And I also, in relation to all of that, a lot of people will say, oh, I'm trying to find balance with work and home and family. I don't believe in balance. I believe that they're. I, if you look at it, I, I love to give the example of of a ballet dancer when they're on point and say they put their leg up high in the back, they look like they're they're not moving at all. They're balancing there. The thing is that they're constantly there's constant readjustment, constant readjustment, and so and then also elongation through that, so that it looks like there's balance, this beautiful balance, but there's constant readjustment. And sometimes you have to go off balance while you still have that tether that's going to allow you to come back. So in those times when you might be spending a lot more time in business, you need to communicate or what I've had to do is communicate with the family to say, okay, I'm going to be a bit off balance. I say more time over here, but my tether is that next weekend we're gonna do X, Y, and Z or we're planning our vacation so that everybody has that vision of, okay, we're gonna sacrifice a bit of time together, but we're also looking forward to something where she and our our whole family will be able to be able to focus solely on each other and go do something fun. And so I'd say the biggest thing is that communication and understanding it's a constant evolution of learning and also healing yourself. I know this is kind of was like all over the place, but like yeah. healing yourself, understanding, okay, when those moments of mommy guilt come up, what do I need to do for myself? What do I need to do for the family that, and also heal that? Like, why is that coming up? Do I really need to be feeling that? Probably not because I'm totally present with what I need to do. Yeah, And so it's, I hope that answers that question. It does. <laughs> All and- the stuff because it, that's what it feels like
0: when you're navigating everything um under one roof. It does. Okay, I have I have so many questions and I wasn't even like prepared <laughs> to talk about you and your husband working from the home at the same mm-hmm. time because Sean and I do as well, obviously. Yes.
1: And And Sean, let me just interrupt you real quick. Sean has been such a great inspiration from when we were working together. He, you know, he, he did a session with Andre about just talking through that. So I wanted to put that in because y'all really lead by example.
0: Oh, thank you. I'm going to start having Sean on the show more. I was interviewed yesterday by like podcast magazine. Mm. And one of the things that she asked me, which I was not even thinking about this. And she goes like, what are you going to do with the future of your podcast? And I was like, you know what? After this conversation, I'm going to start having my husband on at least once a month because part of what we talk about here is powerful women in business, but who also are moms and also are married. And she goes, "Yeah, well, if you're married, there's that—that you got to have the guy there." Exactly. um, And I think that's a conversation that people would like to hear. the Other side of the story. Yeah,
1: definitely. And maybe even have Brighton on at some point if she feels comfortable. I think that that would be a fantastic
0: conversation. It would be, I would have to do some major convincing to get her to come onto the show. I have asked before. Yeah. But no, well, we'll see though. It has maybe. to be a topic that I could really get her to talk about.
1: Maybe like have her come <laughs> on and sing or play the guitar or something, you know? And then say, cool. what's that like? Let's just talk about that, that process.
0: Yeah. Something, Love but that. you
1: wanted to ask me about Andre.
0: Okay. Yes. Let's get there. So, okay. It's so interesting. Andre's the extra introvert. You're the extrovert in yes. my house. I'm the introvert. Sean is the extrovert. So I'm the one that can literally stay in the house all day, never walk outside, never leave the house. But Sean is like in and out throughout all throughout the day. I'm the He's same. In and I, out.
1: Yeah. So how I realize if I don't, that? I, I just start to crumble and I don't even, I don't even know what's happening. And then I go, Oh, cause I haven't left the house. I haven't interacted with other people.
0: Yeah. So how do you guys manage that? it's an interesting process.
1: <laughs> uh, it's, um, it's an element. there's an element of grace. There's an element of understanding. Sometimes there's frustration because sometimes I'm like, "Kiss, get out of the house. Like I want some space too, because I, I mean, I, I don't know if, if you, if I would be, you know, what's called, I think it's ambivert where you're both yeah. intro enter and outer, you mm-hmm. know, um, I love my alone time. It's where I do get my energies where my creativity flows. But if I get stuck in that, then my extrovert side starts, like I said, crumbling. And so it's easy when he's like that for me to then get sucked into also just staying at home. And that that creates a, a, a not very good combination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a matter of the grace of understanding he needs his time i need my time but also what's wonderful about him is that he is he's the one that will say okay i see this is what's happening in you right now you're getting really frustrated you're getting kind of like you know cabin fever go get out please cuz every time you go out magic happens every time you go out that's where the money happens <laughs> like go and so i'm very fortunate to have somebody who sees that in me That he doesn't get threatened by me being out there and shining. And so it's me shifting my awareness of, okay, don't get frustrated because he's, he just would like to be a homebody. Not that he's boring. He's, I mean, he's a really great guy and he loves to go out, but he's more of a, I like to just be home. Mm -hmm. To flip it to say, okay, not, don't get frustrated. Feel blessed and be, and remind yourself that you're blessed, that you can, he's somebody who's like, He's the catapult, he's the foundation that he can um that catapults me. So again, lots of conversations and grace of learning. There have been lots of fights. I will, I will admit, you know, it's like, gosh dang it. Cause sometimes I can feel like I'm in the past, not so much now, but in the past, I'd feel like I'm having to pull him. Like mm-hmm. I'm going out to these events, I'm going out to the to do this self-um improvement, you know, the you know, self self-improvement books and personal personal development. And and he he grows with me, but he's not as involved as I am. And I used to think, oh my gosh, I'm going to leave you behind. Like, you know, a lot of women have that fear of like, if I really build this, this, this business um, that I might leave him behind and, and like, come on. And so I've gone through a process and I think that, going through the pandemic and having him actually be here all the time made us really confront a lot of that mm-hmm. and to realize, oh, okay, we can really create something that, that works well for both of us and for the family. Then a lot of healing has come from that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've really had to reconcile that the way Sean and I set goals, approach goals, mm-hmm. the way we work on ourselves, it's two. it's done in two very different ways. And at first, this was years ago, years ago, not now. I mean, every once in a while, I'll get frustrated now. But years ago, I would think like, well, you have to do it my way. Mm, Exactly. And if you're you're not doing it my way, in my mind, the thought I was telling myself is you're not doing it at all. Mm -hmm. So if you're not doing it my way, I just think you're not doing it at all. And then you start to just spin that story in your mind. And it turns into other things that just take you down not a great path. So Mm -hmm. I totally get that. You know, when you're a married couple, though, you know, you have like these overarching values and belief systems and family and life goals that are pretty doggone aligned, if not the same thing. And I really had to learn that it's it's okay that we get there in two very different ways, but we always end up at the same place and to honor the other person's way about like way in which they go about it. Mm -hmm. Because for me and Sean, it's two completely different ways. Mhm.
1: It's honoring and trusting. Yeah. That they will get to the same place just in their own way. And yeah. they and in, in their, their own time. And in their own time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So and you may not understand matter? it, but you may not understand it, but you know that it's going to happen.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um I'm just really curious. It's not like you guys like moved houses and now you have like extra room and multiple yeah. office space. <laughs> I know what we do here and it <laughs> is like a circus show sometimes. How'd you guys set up the, I know you've got your own office space. Yes. Where is Andre? Well, he has
1: his own office space as well. Like when we, when we built this house, we, we, he had his office. And when, when we first moved in, this was almost 10 years ago, I also had a Pilates business. And so we built this extra room. That's my office. It's a really long room. That's called a flex room. And I pushed the the side walls out. So like this wall and that wall were further out. So it's longer. So I could put my Pilates, like, my, you know, huge reformer and all of that in here. And then I started as that grew, my, my equipment started growing across the hallway and into his office. And he just have a little corner there, but he was also not working from home. He would do some consultant work, um, in the evenings, but he wasn't really here. Well, when the pandemic hit and I had also closed down my, my, my Pilates business and was really focused in on, um, on coaching. And so created this, turn this into my office. Well, we, then we totally turned his room into like, it's all his office. We put curtains cause they're, um, French doors with windows. So we put, put curtains on there. So he would have his privacy cause he does, um, he does zoom calls and I would walk by actually it's more of my privacy because I'd walk by not fully dressed. Yeah. So <laughs> the curtains there. And, but the thing is, and this just recently happened is that my office has a big archway entrance. So everybody feels like when they're walking down the hallway, they can just walk in mm-hmm. and I will literally be on a zoom call and you know there are multiple I may not be speaking, but I'm on camera and I'm having to focus. Well, Mr. Andre would just easily just come in and start talking to me. And I'm like, I can't even look at you right now. It's, it's muted, but I can't look at you because I'm focused here. And, and I would have this conversation. He's like, Oh, okay. He just wouldn't know when I was or what not. And I was yeah. like, don't even come over here. Cause you're going to get in the camera. Yeah. And so I just recently put up curtains. So now oh, nice. close it. Like, do not bother me. Even if you don't hear me, do not bother me.
0: So when it's closed, that's the sign. Don't. That's all get the me. sign.
1: So it's it's really figuring out what are those signs that everyone will understand, uh, so that those those boundaries are held. So yeah. it's been interesting. So this is actually my first time using them. I've had them up for about a week, but in this context, I'm like close. Oh,
0: nice. Well, yeah. we See if it works. Does yeah. does the job? I I was laughing inside when you said that because. This I'm in my office space and I have doors and I can shut the doors and Sean is out in another area. But lately, we've been kind of switching and he'll come and he'll use the office, but okay. our printer is in here. Uh, and, so and sometimes Sean has a printer, office. and he's printing from his computer. It prints out in here, but I'm like recording a podcast or I'm in a client session or I'm having a conversation. Yep. And luckily he only has to walk behind my computer, but it's the same thing. Like, I can't look at him. I can't give him attention, but then I'm like <laughs> listening to the printer go off. And exactly. I'm like, really? Right in the middle of something, the printer is going <laughs> exactly. off. And okay. see,
1: I do that to him because our printer is in his office. So I've had to learn, don't print things at certain points because I'll just be like, print, 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 print. Yeah. Like Elizabeth, I was in the middle of a Zoom. <laughs> it was yeah. Like, right, right. So. It's yeah. all navigation, so, but it's all good. Yeah. It's, all good. it's an so opportunity so to have conversations. Too. Right.
0: I know. <laughs> to um, so, so many changes with your kids growing up. Yes. One in college now moving out of the house. So many changes between you and your husband, Andre, who's now working from home. The two of you, this is the first time you've worked from home together. Like this.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, he, cause he's, um,
0: uh, before,
1: Like if he was between contracts or jobs for a little bit, he would work from home because he also had, like I mentioned earlier, this consultant work for another company, just little bits here and there. So he was doing a lot more in between. He would work on that. So he'd be around, but not like it is now. Like this is now our new lifestyle. Like he never wants to go back to the office.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Speaking of new lifestyle, you guys probably do this some, and if you don't start, Okay. What I absolutely love because Brayden's in school, so it's just Sean and I like all day long, right? Um, and we have pretty full schedules, but I love a day date. Right? I oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Going out for a day date with Sean. Yes, it's, it's fine. Lunch. Yes, lunch, or and we live close enough to the beach. We can get there in like fifteen oh, minutes. It's like in the nice. summertime, we'll be like, let's just like skip work and let's just go to the beach for like an hour oh, and a half. So, I love that, and then it's like, oh. You want to go get lunch somewhere and you just sort of like, let yourself do it because you can and exactly you forget like you do, like you were saying about Andre and I can be like this where it's like, no, I have to like stay inside and I love being in here, but you're so creative when you get outdoors. That's fun. Mm-hmm. To oh,
1: so. totally. My life changes every single time I get out or when I travel I like and it's like, we have to remind ourselves, don't just get stuck right here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, no, I love that. Thank you for that reminder. Cause I do love when we're like, Hey, we just dropped something off. Let's go, let's go get lunch and let's, Oh, yeah. let's just stay here. We can just sit and be together and talk. Yeah. Otherwise well, you
0: talk about different conversations come up between the two of you. Mm-hmm. When you're out of the office space, you're out of work mode and you just go out and like mm-hmm. grab a tea or a coffee or an acai bowl or lunch or something. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Just mm-hmm. talk about different things. Totally. And you actually talk because so often too, is that even though we're here together all the time, life happens and we're thinking, Oh wait, did I even see you today? Yeah. Like it's because we get so focused in our own things. So yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: Break that up. So definitely. So lots of changes with mommyhood, lots of changes in the the marriage and home life. And I know I've known you now, what it's been six years. So between the two of us, we have both seen so many changes and, and pretty significant shifts in our business. Mm-hmm. And you and I connected like a couple of months ago and we were chatting about some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, what is going on? Like kind of give us the the scope of what's going on in business now. Definitely. Well, can I, can
1: I share the big or elements of my big setback that happened recently?
0: Yeah, let's talk because about Because
1: I you think that that had those. Yes. <laughs> so I think that that would be interesting to to uh go into uh as well as what well, as well as but also well, let me say it this way. I think it'll be really interesting to dive into that because of what has transpired since. Yeah. Um and the shifting that has happened since. So I'm not going to give specific details, but in up until June, uh, the first six months of the year, I was really focused in on a direction in my business that I was so excited about and thinking, this is, this is everything I wanted. I've been wanting to do what I've been wanting to create and, uh, partnering with other people, other creatives to do something that, um, I've been wanting to do. And so put my full force into that. And, uh, I wouldn't say neglected other elements in terms of building other sides of my business. It was more of a, okay, I'm going to put a pause on that so I can really focus in on this because I'm able to travel. I'm able to, this is really what I want to do. And I'm going to focus in on this. Well, um, there was then a 180 all of a sudden that all of a sudden from literally within, from night to the morning, there was a shift and all of a sudden, all of that was taken away. I, uh-huh. without any warning, nothing just whoo, gone and it was my it was like my knee bu- knees buckling. Yeah. Uh, it really felt like um years ago when I was pregnant with Bella actually um it was the same type of feeling when I was pregnant with her and my husband called and he said, hey, we're uh, my company's doing um layoffs today And I thought, oh well that I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm sure we're okay. He goes no no, no, I'm coming home. And literally, it was like noon, literally my knees buckled. It was like, phoom, and I like slid down the wall. And that was the same type of feeling for this time. It was such a shock. And on top of it, I had just gotten COVID. So it was this, I, my health was gone. I had no energy. I just was so lethargic. And then all of a sudden my source of income, every my dreams, everything was sliced away yeah. in an instant through an email. Mm-hmm. And and so it was such a shock. And here Elena's about to go to college. Okay, my hmm. income just <laughs> And not I not by it. the way. Not cheap. Not <laughs> cheap. And um and then on top of it, you know, the to not have been building other areas of my business. So then there was absolutely nothing. Yeah. So there was the shock. Yeah, exactly. There was the shock, there was the devastation, there was the disbelief of feeling like, you know, I'd been gaslit. And I mean, there was just so much around it. And it made me question every, every single thing about myself, about what I was doing, what I was putting out there, who myself, my character, everything uh, was, I felt I had to, you know, I was questioning and then on top of it to physically not even be able to, like, even like barely stand up. <laughs> it was just like everything, and I was. I it was a situation that caused me to totally cocoon. Mm-hmm. And I know the moment that it happened, um, I knew. Even though I I sat there praying and I said, you know, God, I have no idea what just happened. Why? Why was this door so suddenly shut? It was every single thing I wanted to be doing. Why I don't understand why it was shut. I know that will become clear at some point, but I know either you're protecting me from something or you have much bigger ideas for me. I know that for a fact and I still don't understand it, but okay. And so went through that and it, like I said, it made me question everything about who I am, what I'm putting out into the world. And it it dashed my confidence totally. And, you know, and, and the thing is when I look back, it's like, I put, I put the power outside of my out of side of myself um, in that situation, and at the same time, though it happened for me, the the, the slicing off happened for me because it really forced me to question myself: uh, What do I really want to create in the world? Who who was I created to be, and what are the gifts that I've been maybe? Um, I wouldn't say hiding, but just I put them on a shelf and just did not using them. Yeah. Not using them. And where am I hiding where maybe I'm supposed to be creating something instead of partnering with someone or being a part of someone else's dream that I put my, I hooked my hat on to say, well, yeah, yeah, this is my dream too. And so it has caused me to really reflect on, well, how do I want to work in my business? What do I want to create? The whole dynamic of how I've been coaching the you know, the, the packages, how, how we, you know, we do these six weeks and 12 weeks and six months, all of these different packages. It just wasn't lighting, lightening me, lighting me. What do you say? How do you say it? Lightening me up, lighting me up. There you go. Lighting me up. (laughs) And it, and I was just kind of, when I was coaching, it was just kind of forcing it, uh, not when I was coaching, but like right before that, when I was, had my packages, it was like, okay, I have these, but they're not really lighting me up anymore. Mm-hmm. So when I, well, that was crashed down. It's like, okay, well, how, how can I coach that in a way that is not these, these traditional packages mm-hmm. and how we've been putting ourselves out into social media and how all these different things, um, how do i want to do that and how can i integrate i'm a performer i mean that's where i feel most alive and connected to god and i've been like tiptoeing around like yeah i'm dancing again oh i'm dancing again or i'm performing here and but not like really saying okay this is part of who i am it has to be part of my my life uh how can i tie all of that in and so what has happened it's really allowed me to flip everything upside down or you know on its lid uh to start integrating more of my speaking again that's where i can mm-hmm. perform so so instead of primarily leading with i'm a coach because it also like well what kind of coach how do you name it is it a communication coach is it a media coach we all go through these like what kind of coach do, am i a mm-hmm. not that i'm a business coach but you know I think so many times we try to figure out what's my title. Mm -hmm. And, and I thought, well, I don't have to call myself a certain coach, certain type of coach. I'm an expert at what I do. I'm an expert at personal presence and presenting and delivery on camera and on stage. I'm also great as a performer, as a dancer. So no longer do And my bio does it say like on Instagram, no longer says former professional dancer, I'm a dancer. And, you know, like I'm re-embracing who I am and, recreating how I want to present myself to the world so I'm also a host I'm a producer of shows like I I, all of that's included and I'm going to embrace all of that rather than just this one um, narrow part of myself and trying to put myself out there that no longer was working Mm -hmm. and so I'm I'm very thankful that 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 experience happened back then. It's taken a long time. I mean, we're now in almost November Mm -hmm. and I'm still kind of getting my sea legs (laughs) back uh, because I've had to go through a whole process of that mourning and the grieving and the recalibration and the, what do I really want to do? And then courageously step into that. That's mm-hmm. where I am right now. It's like I feel like I've done a lot, all my healing, and we're always going to continue growing and and healing different wounds that we mm-hmm. didn't know were still there. Um, but now I'm at that place where that where I have the opportunity to say, okay, how do I want to leap? Where do I want to leap? And that's a little yeah. scary because I'm now going to be much more visible. Yeah. Um, so it's time. I'm, it's time.
0: I'd love to hear from you. How or what are you allowing yourself to explore right now? So now it really sounds like you're in this exploration part Mm -hmm. of this experience. And I'll tell you why I'm asking you this question. You and I both talk to a lot of people often. And Mm -hmm. probably for the last 12 months, I've had, I can't even tell you how many private behind closed doors, just one-on-one conversations, just like you and I had this summer where mm-hmm. you told me about all this going on, like just those types of conversations with friends and peers and colleagues that I know in the industry. And I I have not had one conversation where someone didn't express something similar to what you're sharing right now. Mm-hmm. And everybody who I talk to is kind of at a, at a different phase or like a different part of this journey. Some people are at the very beginning where everything just like came crumbling down or they shut it all down. Mm-hmm. Um, I was boxering with someone yesterday and she was a client for like three months in a package that I did with Elizabeth Galperin actually mm-hmm. about almost a year ago now. And she's got seven figure a year business. And I'd invited her to something that I'm doing here that she's, at, she's a really good fit for based on her business model and mm-hmm. the work that I did with her before. And she was expressing in Boxer. She's like, you know what? It's just like, I'm just, I'm not sure if I even want to have a group coaching program anymore. I Mm -hmm. really feel like I'm shifting here. My help has really taken a beating the last couple Mm -hmm. of years because I just worked, worked, worked. I didn't pay attention to all these other areas. Talked to another woman about two weeks ago, and she's sort of like still in the funk of it all, still in the, honestly, the resentment the resentment yeah. that she built up over time and is still kind of in this funk and started a podcast with somebody but you know kind of doesn't know what she really wants to do next mm-hmm. and it's a it's a scary place to be mm-hmm. it's a vulnerable place to be it can also be an exciting place to be once you mm-hmm. allow yourself to see That's that right. there is light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you're seeing the light and now you're exploring. What could it be? Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear, like, how did you get to that place? And and what are you actually allowing yourself to explore? And mm-hmm. what are you learning about yourself?
1: Great questions. Well, I allowed myself the time to do the healing. Like you mentioned, the, the one woman had still has the resentment that has been built up. Allowing myself to sit in all of that gunk the, the, the trauma, the, the loss, the grief, the resentment, the, oh, why did I just see not why, but, oh, I just saw a post from what I was doing before (laughs) big trigger (laughs) of FOMO type of thing. Oh, why, why am I still getting triggered? Like allowing myself to walk through all of that. And I re actually this morning I woke up and I thought, wow, they're, they're no longer at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. And they're, even if the, even if an idea comes up about the, that situation, it's no longer really bothering me as much. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, okay. That feels good. Okay. Keep going through that or walking through that. So it's first allowing yourself just to sit with that. And like you said, it's scary. It's, it's vulnerable. You don't know where, you know, not only, you as a soul are trying to figure out what you want to do next, but you're also like your livelihood is on the line as well. Like how we were used to this income coming in or what have whatever it might be, like where's that going to come from? So you just have to trust that it will it it always fall it it, God always provides. I can't, it's unbelievable. You your bank account could go to $14 and you're still at least you have $14, (laughs) you know? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh I just made a sale or this came through or whatever, it, 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 he always has our back, you know, it's like, or, you know, our people might say the universe might always had your back. It's like, just allow yourself to sit in that, trust it, but also, um, allow yourself to start exploring and start reconnecting with those things that have lit you up in the past. So maybe it's playing the guitar again, or dancing or singing or writing, whatever it is that, that, um, in the past you were really good at, and maybe even wanted a career career in it, but then one, it then decided, okay, I need to put that on a shelf because I need to go be an adult and get my, my job and all that, or be a parent. And I need to put that away. And so allowing yourself to revisit those things and see what bubbles up and what I've, where I am now, after letting myself sit in all of that is, to allow myself to explore on a smaller scale in Mm. terms of I've got big visions for myself. I've I've already been um, offered the ability to stream my own show that I can produce myself um, on Amazon and Hulu and the likes. And so I've got big visions, but sometimes when we have those big visions, we get frozen because... It's so big, we can't totally see ourselves, we can see ourselves, but we think, well, is that going to happen? Then you don't take action. So what I've started doing now is to start doing, um, even though I've done bigger events, like speaking and hosting um, or red carpet hosting, I'm now doing smaller things. We're like, oh, well, you know, I know you're having this event at the art center. I can do the red carpet. Posting where it's not this big flashy thing. Okay. And then, oh, I just saw Dallas has a it's a fashion, fashion something institute. Fashion, fashion. Anyway, it's this big fashion organization. They have here in Dallas, and they're doing some kind of an interactive fashion and arts exhibit event and they're looking for models of all sizes all ages and in the past i would be like well oh, that's just for models so i said you know what why not just submit like try it and because I love art and and I love being out there. I love performing. I don't, I'm not putting myself out as a, you know, a working professional model or what have you is let me just submit. And then I had to make a video about why I love fashion. And so I made this fun little 60 second video and submit it and just let it go. Like I just said, okay, I'm going to just start putting myself out there and just see (laughs) next day I get an email. Thank you so much for submitting. Please give me your, your sizes and come for your fitting on this day. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's okay. So, awesome. so let me just start having fun, putting stuff out there, putting myself out there without an attachment to the outcome and see what happens. And in that, because in that process, I'm going to, cont- I'm going to start developing that confidence in myself again, where everybody already sees me. In it. Like Because I, when I said, Hey, I've got this, this show that I'm able to produce <laughs> a number of people said, it's about time. Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And here I am. The one who's like, yeah, I see this and I know I can do it, but let me just stay small. And like, let's Mm -hmm. just do little things here and there. So instead of looking at, well, let me just do these little things here and there because I feel like that's all I can do. Uh, let me start doing these small things here and there as exploration, Mm -hmm. because I'm, I have this vision that I'm creating that I'm of myself, and of my life and who I am, who I am supposed to be that, In doing so, it's going to allow me to develop more confidence. And behind the scenes, it's allowing me to hone my skills, to develop my body, to get more in shape, all of these things without overtly saying, hey, I'm doing this. All of a sudden, it's going to be, there's Elizabeth. And in that, all the clarity will happen for me too to say, okay, yes, this is what I love. And I'm going to step into this Mm -hmm. because I see myself speaking on big stages and being on TV. Well, right now it's kind of like, whoa, how I know I could do that. But at the same time, there's this strange juxtaposition of, well, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And I don't, I'm not good at that, but like it is it, just this weird thing. So in that exploration, not attached to the outcome, just go have fun and see what transpires still with a guiding light of, okay, this is what I'm creating. These are, these are my services that I'm going to offer and all. Yeah. Um, and then allow myself to be able to offer different types of offerings. Like my sole income doesn't have to just come from coaching. It can come from speaking. It can come from producing shows. It can come from me performing. It can maybe be modeling, whatever it is. Yeah. You know? so yeah. That's, that's, I'm, it's allowing myself to, the big picture is allow myself to go do things without the attachment of the outcome
0: and see what transpires. I love And have it. a blast. Yeah, have fun doing it. You never know who you're going to meet along the way. Mm-hmm. What ideas you're going to have through that experience. You know, you and I were chatting, I think, before we press record that if you're going to be in business for yourself for decades, you're going to go through so many shifts and changes. And so is your business. Totally. It's not always going to look the same. It's absolutely mm-hmm. not always going to look the same. And I think what many of us are really afraid of or or the conversation that we're having in our minds is we're afraid of looking like we're starting over from scratch. Like we're a beginner. Yes, I I think it comes from two places. I mean, number one, those of us that have started businesses I mean, I think everybody is like really good at something. And it can be very scary to know I'm not going to be the best at it in the beginning. I'm going to be a newbie at it in the beginning. And I also think there's this fear of failure. Because mm-hmm. it's so interesting how you just described, like you can literally imagine and vision in your mind's eye that bigger vision you have of yourself. I mm-hmm. can not too. I was actually talking to my mindset coach about this, and I was like, I literally am so crystal clear on being able to, I can literally see myself 10, mm-hmm. 20, 30 years from now in that place.
1: Mm-hmm. And if you can
0: imagine that in your mind, it is in your spirit and it is That's for right. you. Exactly. Totally. And then, like, planet Earth on, on a daily basis, I have the same kind of thoughts that you have. It's like, but how do I get there? Or that's that's not for me. Or right. I don't deserve that. Right. It's like, was God asleep or out to lunch the day that I was created, the day that you were created? Right. Exactly. Right? So I think that we are very afraid of what other people are going to think about us or yes. how we're going to be perceived because you're you're a beginner again. Mm-hmm. and But it's not like you are starting over right? Exactly. It's just a continuation. It's just a continuation and mm-hmm. evolution and your next act.
1: Exactly. You're totally in your next act. And if we can see our lives as this constant unfolding of the next act, you're not just held in this one container. And like you said, you know, we can be afraid of what other people are going to think that, oh, she's starting over again. For me, it's, oh, she can't decide what she wants to do. And so if I put it out there, then I'm like, okay. People are going to think I'm crazy, mm-hmm. and so it's it's so interesting how we can be guided by what what we think other people are going to think. I love one of my favorite quotes. His name the his name his last name is Doo, Dooley. I'm going to say I always forget his name, but it's one oh, of my Mike favorite Dooley. quotes. Mike Dooley. Not no, it's not Mike Dooley. I'll tell I'll tell you, and maybe in the in the in the notes you can you can put it in. But the the quote is. I'm not who I think I am. I'm not who you think I am. I am who I think you think I am. So it's we're we're so often looking through the through our perceived lens of what other people are looking through to us and we act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Instead of just this is what I am. This is who I am. This is what I'm going to put out there which is what people want from us. They don't want this, you know, this can, this manicure. Like, well, how'd you say, it? like this character that we're trying to create? Yeah, that, of how we think people are going to you know, expect us to be. They want us to be just, I'm here, and and the brilliance within it too. Like, just you know, being the crazy person that expresses themselves, or just you know what, today I'm just going to be relaxed. And that's why I love how your shift in your in your in your podcast now It's like just having a conversation. We don't mm-hmm. have set questions. We're just going to have a conversation so people feel like they can be just, they're sitting here with us yeah. in a room, on the floor, having a conversation. And that's what I, people want. And so if we can let go of this urge to be what we think people want us to be and just be, yeah, even if we feel like we're the beginners, it actually gives other people permission to do the same. Mm -hmm. because they're wanting to do it too. They're wanting to, to explore other sides of themselves, but they don't think that, you know, it's for them. They're having the same conversations we're having with ourselves as well. You know, oh, it's not for me. And, um, and when you go out and do things and try new things and be the beginner with all the other experiences you've already had, so you're not really the beginner, Mm -hmm. it
0: gives them permission
1: too, so that they can go into their next act. So
0: Yeah, I believe it creates a sense of belonging as well. You know, we always hear the phrase, people want to be seen and heard. Mm -hmm. This is one of the ways that you do that. So whoever's listening to this, if they're going through something internally or silently Mm -hmm. and silently struggling through this, and they think they're the only one, just the fact that we're having this conversation and airing it publicly, Mm -hmm. whoever's listening and going through the same thing feels a sense of belonging and feels like I feel seen and heard now. Exactly. Versus, you know what I was doing on the show before, <clears throat> and it was still great. Like it was awesome. I'm not saying oh, it was a great bad. show, yeah. But it was like people just came on and talked about their tips based mm-hmm. on their expertise. And that's another
1: like, thing how how we we've been. I'm going to say quote unquote
0: raised of what podcasts are. Exactly. Yep. Come on, talk about your expertise. Be asked questions so you can give your tips and give your how to and send people to your website. And I finally got to thinking, Elizabeth, I was like, these folks are on probably two or three podcasts a week, and they're sharing the same doggone tips on every podcast they're on. And you could probably go look them up on YouTube for free or join their list. And Mm -hmm. you're going to get all like access to all of the stuff that you want. That's not the stuff people want to hear. They want to hear these conversations. They want to hear like, what's really going on behind the scenes? Are Mm -hmm. you a robot? Or are you a normal human being who has emotions and goes through different phases of life?
1: Mm -hmm. Totally. Because they want to have that sense of belonging. Like, oh, I'm not the only person experiencing that. Yeah. Instead of just the aspirational things that I can learn from. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you
0: you are at the beginning stages of your next, next, next act. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Totally. It feels and so fresh. It feels so fresh and so alive. Yes, it feels that way. It feels yeah. that way.
1: And I'm approaching it differently, you know, in the past it would be let me think about what I want. What is the vision and how am I going to get there? You're like where that how is what we're like I don't know yeah. how that's going to happen and so it feels so distant. So what I've really started doing is getting into the I mean in a lot of you know People will talk about this in manifestation and and all about stop thinking about it, feel it. Mm-hmm. So every day I have it in my calendar and it my my phone reminds me numerous times a day, it'll say, get into the feeling. So I will purposefully in that time for like just a minute, I'll get into the feeling of okay, what is it gonna, what's it like when I'm standing on stage and I'm just loving presenting or you know, interacting with the audience. What does that feel like? What is that? Oh my gosh, I can totally see what I'm going to wear. The audience, we're having this great time. Uh, or another might be like, I'm so excited about my book that's coming out or my show that's coming out. Can I? I can just totally envision somebody sitting with that book and feeling so excited about their life. So it's I, I'm always getting into that the feeling part because it reminds me, oh, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. Rather than in my head so much of oh, I didn't accomplish everything that I wanted to do today. What am I? What did I not do? You know, all of that is no. Let me get into that feeling because then from there I take inspired action. Yeah. And uh, and take those small steps to get there, rather than oh my gosh, it's so big, I'll never get there.
0: Yeah, there's a really good book. You would love this book. It's very short. I think it's about forty pages. It's called oh. Feeling Is the Secret.
1: Ooh, I need to write
0: By that down. Neville Goddard. I'm gonna link that. Oh, in I
1: screen love screen. Neville Goddard.
0: Yes. Oh my god, I'm reading like all of his books right now. Um, the feeling is a secret. Everything you just described about your exercise of Allowing yourself to have that moment in time where you're feeling the emotion of the desire having already been done—that is the secret. It is is secret right there. It's feeling that emotion. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you shared that. Mm -hmm.
1: It's the emotion because you then can when you take the action. But also, I mean, it gets into quantum and you know, like all of that, and where things can happen so quickly. It's unbelievable. And. Mm it's exciting. It's fresh. Like you said, mm-hmm. uh, it's an exploration. I, let me just say this real quick. Uh, somebody, it was a common friend of ours. Uh, she originally was told, no, 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 that vision that you have is not going to work. You need to go into this type of coaching. She then transitioned maybe about a year and a half ago into the type of business she wants. And it's so in alignment, so easy for her. She's on track to creating $2 million this year in her business. Bam. Yeah. Because she goes into that feeling. She goes like, this is what really feels right for me. This is what I envision and in feelings. And I mean, she's in alignment and the world's getting positively impacted yeah. by what she's putting out there. It's really yeah. exciting. So yeah, that's that's it. where
0: I am right now. Where, I love you know, it. Stage. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing all of these like very intimate details, Elizabeth, about the reality of what it's like to be not just a business owner who's going through so many different phases and stages, but also doing that while mothering two teenage daughters being under the same roof with a husband now that is working from home. So that like you, so many changes literally in the last two years, it's a, it's a lot Mm -hmm. when you're going through it and it can be so painful at times when you are in the midst of it, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: yet it's just so beautiful on the other side of that. When you allow yourself to explore who you really are. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And and
1: allow the soul to go where it wants to go. Uh, Recently, someone, another person, another mutual friend, she recently said, ask your soul what it wants. Ask your soul. Like for her, it was, so what, what body do you want to live in? What kind of health do you want this body to have? So instead of trying, you know, lose weight, get in shape, it was, oh, healthy, vibrant, fit, sexy. Okay. And then you just, you just start taking the action of what will create that. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's, it's exciting to be on that side takes a lot of work and there's a lot of frustration and a lot of what the heck is happening here. But at the same time, it's just part of the journey and always knowing, I know in my hardest days when I just say, I just kind of want to check out, not be here anymore. I remind myself, no, it always gets better. It always gets better. Yeah, And something, you know, it just, it just does.
0: It does. It just does.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But thank you for having this platform to have these kind of conversations. It's very refreshing. It's like you said, it's, it's, it's not the common you know, uh, podcast that mm-hmm. is, okay, give us your three tips and where can we find you on social and what offering do you have? It's like, let's have these great conversations that we yeah. can connect on the human level. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and well, I think that's what people need right now.
0: It is. Uh, it's what people need. Um, I'm just thinking we're gonna have to do a follow up. Oh, yes, we have to do a follow up in like six months to a year and see where <laughs> you're at then. Oh my, I goodness. would love it. I would love it. Yeah, we'll do it. We definitely. Me we'll well, Thank you so much, Elizabeth. This was thank so fabulous to connect with you in this way and just have a real chat about life and business.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. You are a, a shining star in this world. So thank you for you fully stepping into your purpose. Um, and doing what you're doing because it's making such an impact. So thank you. And look what happens when we
0: come together. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.